Mine is also 24% on the Rotten Tomato meter. Oh. Yeah. And it's the 1988 classic License to Drive. Get out of my somethings. Into my dreams. dreams? Yeah. And into my car. Get into my car. The movie's called License to Drive. How can you not? I love this movie. Yeah, it's so but much But for fun. the people that don't know, tell them about this. Two Corys for the price of one flick, Max. Their second movie together, Corey Haim. Got his name right. You did. And, you didn't and, call him Ham. And Corey God. Feldman. This might be the best where they're equal. The, 100%. This is the best Haim Feldman. Yeah. Because like they're on par with each Lost other. Lost Boys is a better movie, but they're not like equal level. No. Yeah. Haim yeah. is dominating that And one. Feldman's got like smaller. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I'm with you. And Dream I'm a Little you. Dream is just like. A dream a Little Dream <laughs> with a zero on the tomato was meter. Was really? Uh, yeah. And I was, I was so close to sliding it in, yeah. but I found five movies I like more. Welcome to Buzz in the Tower, a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s. Prepare to be stuffed in our DeLorean and taken on a trip through the best decade of film ever. Hey, Mo, we better back up. We don't have enough road to get up to 88. Roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. So if you love Caddyshack, The Goonies, Aliens, Weird Science, Spies Like Us, The Great Outdoors, Empire Strikes Back, The Great Muppet Caper, Pretty in Pink, Predator, Rocky IV, Roadhouse, Say Anything, Real Genius, Short Circuit, Some Kind of Wonderful, Beverly Hills Cop, Akira, Tango and Cash, The Breakfast Club, and They Live, just to name a few, then sit back, relax, and get ready to be entertained. Because we came here to chew bubblegum and podcast about 80s movies, and we're all out of bubblegum. If you haven't already, subscribe to Buzz in the Tower on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And while you're there, leave a review and a five-star rating. It's a moral imperative! You can also find us on TikTok, Instagram, and all social media platforms by searching the tag at Buzz in the Tower. That's B-U-Z-Z-N, The Tower. Also, check out our website, buzzinthetower.com, and grab some officially licensed gear. It's so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend picking some up. Now, if you want to get nuts, let's get nuts. Head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash buzzinthetower. With memberships as low as $3 a month, you can have access to tons of extra content, and a portion of all proceeds go directly to Save Ferris. Dakoshane, darling, Dakoshane. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Sonic Loans. You can find them at sonicloans.com. Today's episode is uh, confusing to say the least. And when you're dealing with math and and ratios and points, (laughs) you know who I want in my corner when I'm doing that? Sonic Loan. They are the best people to work with when getting a new mortgage or refinancing the one that you have. If I had Charlie and his team with me right now, they'd be walking us through how simple it is, showing us how to get that great percent, showing us how Rotten Tomatoes works. They know everything. Really? These are smart people. 15 year, 30 year, whatever you need, they're going to make sure you get it. And they're going to do it the best of the best. Absolutely. Sonic Loans is committed to giving you the best customer service. If you don't get the right loan, you're going to be overpaying every month. When you reach out to Sonic Loans, tell them that Buzz in the Tower sent you. They are going to take care of you and make sure that you are getting into the best percentage possible. NMLS number 1955855. Not available in all states. Not a commitment to lend. Additional requirements apply. Visit sonicloans.com or call 313-488-4888 for more information. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Bolton Legal Group. You can find them at boltonlegalgroup.com. And for a free consultation, call 248-595-0001. 
we're for sure going to get sued by Rotten Tomatoes after this episode. No, this is complimentary. Okay, fine. Get them on speed dial. We act negligent on the show because we know we've got Bolton Legal Group in our corner. That's true. He probably wouldn't want us saying this as it could be used in a court of law. But if you have business law issues, real estate law issues, and you want the most aggressive and efficient attorneys out there, you go to Bolton Legal Group. They're going to take care of you. They're going to make sure that you get what's coming to you in the good way, not in the bad way. Reach out to Bolton Legal Group. Tell them that Buzz in the Tower sent you, and they will take care of you. More important than just taking care of you, they're going to win the case. Whatever the case is, they're going to win it. Yeah. Even if it's murder. So give him a ring. I don't know how to respond to that. Good, you're doing but good. But you murderers out you're there. Fine, you're fine. You better win. We got a lot of murderers that listen to our podcast. Today's episode, Tomato Meter Bargain Shopping. Rotten Tomatoes has become the preeminent film reviewer. Algorithmic vegetable mathematics provide the average Joe a look at what the pros think and a look at what the fans think. And while you may not always agree with the rating, you can't argue the gospel that is RottenTomatoes.com. As luck would have it, Max stumbled into a TikTok where participants were challenged to use the tomato meter ratings as point values and create watch lists not exceeding certain established limits. Sound confusing? Don't worry, we have an entire episode to explain it. Today on Buzz in the Tower, we'll make a list of five movies each that cannot exceed 120 points. I'm Mo Shapiro, and joining me as always, the person whose love for Howard the Duck almost single-handedly destroyed our podcast, Max Sanders. And with that, let's talk tomatoes. I Shut know, up. Quack Shut up right now. <laughs> I'm so mad at you. Why? You have been begging me for a Howard the Duck episode for a year and three quarters. Just to annoy you for the most well, part. Well done, Max. It li- I didn't suggest we, the episode. We tanked. We we usually have outstanding numbers, and I saw it happen the day we re- the day we put Howard the Duck in the title of one of our episodes. Give it the give it to the entire week. Oh, give it the entire week. Yeah, you're gonna go hustle, gonna find some people, get them to listen. No, I'll just have ten computers going. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. A thousand. Max, welcome to the show. Salutations. I feel like we just finished a very strong batch of chemo and radiation with the what? with the whole Howard the Duck thing. I feel oh. like we've killed the cancer. We can move on now. Okay. That's dark. <laughs> Is that too much for you? I mean, you didn't have to watch it three times. Right, how about bro. I feel like we just took a collective big poop and we're done. It, we went from sad to gross. Like, what is your, where's your head at? Right? My head is at, I'm trying to be cathartic. I'm trying to get the. <laughs> Just be excited. I'm, that trying, to, I'm trying to purge the overlord from me so we can <laughs> move forward. Overlord. Oh my God. You barely know him. <laughs> I hate you so much. That's my favorite uh, part of the episode when you said that. And you're uh, just amused. I, it really was funny. I hate to admit if I kind of liked the episode. I was actually a little bit upset that it didn't do better. The half duck, half human kill me. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, it's really funny. I guess other people didn't. That's uh, all right. Whatever. I saw it, Nope. Oh, yeah. How was that? Confusing. Yeah, well, you're so, Howard the Duck Speaking fan, of confusing, so. though, it blew my mind. The Oppenheimer uh, uh, trailer came out. Mm-hmm. You know, the new Christopher Nolan that's going to be out in a year. So speaking of, like, mind-bending... On the trailer itself, at the end, they give you the days, uh, minutes, hours, and seconds of till when the uh, movie's going to premiere on every trailer. How do they do that? I don't know. How do they do that? I don't know. Stop yelling at me. Okay. God. <laughs> Isn't that cool, though? I don't know, but you just took like 15 minutes to say a sentence that should have taken you 15 seconds, and I don't even care. <laughs> You're not excited about Oppenheimer? No. I'm not excited about anything. I have no excitement in my life. What? Kill me. <laughs> You're just a half duck child. I'm just a half. I'm Leah Thompson I'm and Howard the Duck's duck love child. child. <laughs> That's what 
kind of song is that? I'm just a hand duck child. Sounds like it would be on South Park. Kill me, please. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Every cartoon has one of those characters that says, kill me. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. Like Rick and Morty. Yeah, the Simpsons, I knew you were going Rick and Morty. Family guy. What Simpsons? When was the Simpsons? Oh, there was one on The Simpsons. I oh, guarantee yeah, you. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm Simpsons sure. did it. Futurama, <laughs> The Smurfs. I love Futurama. I know. I do too. You know they're bringing it back. Shut up, baby. I know it. You know that? No, I didn't know that. So they're bringing oh, yeah, it. Yeah. And the voice of Bender, there was like some negotiation issue, but I think they got him back. Yeah, okay. Well, he's the best. He is. He's probably my favorite groaning character. I like him Ooh. more. I, well, think, I love The Simpsons. Yeah. But like individual character, you can't beat Bender. Professor Frank. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Good news, everybody. Hey, everybody. Is that who you're talking about? No. Oh. The the professor is like a million years old. I thought you were talking about the doctor from The Simpsons. Hey, everybody. Oh, Dr. Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Love Dr. Nick. I'm Troy McClure. You, you might, might remember, remember me from, yeah, that, he was great, man. Phil Hartman. What a bummer. I know. Best Such Frank Sinatra impression ever. Yeah. Yeah. He was good. Remember the SNL with him and Sinead O'Connor? Yes. That's a great skit. <laughs> That's back when SNL was funny. You heard it here first. Hot take. Hot take. I don't think anyone's arguing. No, probably yeah. not. Max, if you're not already, get on the old social internet. Yeah. And follow us at Buzz in the Tower, B-U-Z-Z-N, The Tower. Yeah. If you screenshot it, I will shout you out on whatever social media Ooh, you want me to. Look yeah. at that. Send it on over to Max. He'll take care of you. Yeah. In addition to that, swing by our website, buzzinthetower.com. Go to the shop. Check out some things. Buy some clothes. Comfy clothes. If you guys don't start buying this stuff, Max won't feed himself. He has no money for groceries. No, I buy cans of beans. You do like cans yeah. of beans. You travel with cans of beans. I live on like $5 a day. That sounds like you, Max. <laughs> uh, During COVID, I was living on six cans of beans a day. That's great. Different nice. kinds of beans. Great story. Ken, you're, you're, My you, girlfriend was like, Did you ever it? go to college for uh, broadcasting? You just have this way of telling stories that are riveting, <laughs> like about Howard the Duck. Well, I know I'm the Shut si- your face. I'm the sidekick. Shut your face. You're not the si- You're not even the sidekick anymore. I'm Stu Gatz. You're Beetlejuice on, on Howard the Stern. That's Howard the Stern? No. Have you seen that show? It's kind <laughs> of like Howard Stern. I thought you meant Beetlejuice in the movie. I was no. like, I'll take that. I know. No, I, meant, I meant the, the short young man with teeth issues. He's, he's dead. Is he? Yeah. R.I.P. Beetlejuice. <laughs> I am now I say it one more time. You well, know what happens? No, I'm not sure. <laughs> Did I check? You don't need to look it up. It's no, okay. I got it. No, it's okay. Everybody's waiting for you. Sorry. Are you typing with one finger on each hand, or do you know how to type the right way? No, I'm nervous. <laughs> Live television. I got to check uh, your browser one day. No, he's alive. All right. Hey, yeah. he's alive. And he's four foot three. All right, Max, <laughs> patreon.com slash buzz in the tower. For more nuggets like this. If you want to look behind the curtain and see what really goes on on buzz the in the tower, oh my God, it's a horrific process. <laughs> it's it's worse than you can imagine, but uh, follow us. I like on, it. Sign up. Make yourself a patron. It's $3 a month. If we're not worth $36 a year, yeah, and it's less than that, you get a little discount if you pre-buy it. But if we're not worth that, then you know what? To heck with you. Yeah. No, we don't want to say that to no. people. Yeah. Doesn't sound good. You're right. I don't right. know. I just good. agree with everything. Good work, Max. Yeah. Solid Beetlejuice. Excellent work. So in addition to all those wonderful things, if you have not subscribed or followed us on your preferred podcast platform, please do so and leave us a review. Tell us how wonderful we are, how we brighten your day, how the sound of Max's voice soothes you to sleep at night. Or say something weird. Be like, soup makes me sweaty. Yes. Soup does make me sweaty. Really? Like hot bowl soup in this. Gazpacho. That's uh, where it's at. Yeah, it's true. Or some uh, Italian wedding soup. Why isn't gazpacho year round? It's know. just salsa. Just give me salsa in a bowl. Oh, it's delicious. Man. 
I eat Tostitos salsa from the can. Are we ready to jump into the episode? <laughs> Speaking of salsa, what's it made from? Tomato. Yeah. So what are, what are your feelings around tomatoes? Well, you're too fast. You're too fast. Slow it down, baby. That's one, it down. one Slow question. it down. We got, first, we got to start with the genesis of all this. Ryan Lavender. Yep. One of our patrons. A fantastic gentleman. Canadian president of our fan club. He is. Well, isn't it him and Libby, or is it just him? I think Libby's the VP. Oh, man. I hope we're not wrong in that. Ryan Lavender reached out to Max and made him aware of a TikTok, which Max looked and found a couple versions of. It's a trend, yeah. It's a trend. So basically what we got here is we got RottenTomatoes.com. If you ever want to see the aggregate of reviews, that's what RottenTomatoes.com does. Yeah, so the positive ones, like if it's a positive review... It's like for the tomato the, meter. Yeah, exactly. So, it, so it's, it's not doing rankings actually of like A, A plus, you know, no. three stars. It's just if you liked it versus you didn't like it. Right. So the tomato meter is taking all of the reviews that it, it scrapes from the internet and it scrapes from everybody from pro to amateur and basically assigns a percentage value. So like 100% would be virtually unheard of a zero percent would be virtually unheard of but they do exist yep zero percent are for stinkers that you can't even imagine how are the duck even had 13 third well you're probably responsible for at least 11 of that 13 <laughs> percent there's another one that's the audience score yep. which is i think strictly based on fans as opposed to reviewers more and like critics. like imdb like it's the user reviews stuff like that attaboy attaboy yeah. so we're just focused on the tomato meter yep so the way that this tiktok thing was working is basically it said look you got 120 points that you can use you got to come up with five of your favorite movies and not blow past that 120 points turning essentially percentages into points so if you pick a movie and it's got a 36 percent tomato meter reading you can only grab 36 minus 120 that many more points to fill the bucket yep make sense it does all right good because it's a little confusing it's hard to explain something for you maybe okay then <laughs> the key to this activity so first of all we did one of our classic max sent his selections off to a third party i sent my selections off to a third party the third party didn't tell us what each other picked but they did tell us that we had no crossover good because i didn't want to come in here and have crossover i thought that would be lame i had some like backups i've got some backups too but they felt dirty to me i didn't want to use them really because the point of this isn't to pick four of the crappiest movies movies ever thank you there you go and then one blow the doors off amazing back to the future you you could if you want no, that's not the point of this. Yeah. The point of this is to find five movies that you legitimately and genuinely like and enjoy watching, but that you found with low scores so you could fit 120 points. Yeah. And that is what we both did, hopefully. You're looking at me with a blank look. Did no, you do no, that? I, I did that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> did you do that? I think so. Jesus, tap dancing Christ. All right. So well, what would be your like middle finger 100% one if you had to? Predator. I'd throw Predator out Predator's there. Predator's only like 80%. I know. To that's it. But I'm saying the 100% one. I don't, there's not a 100% one that I love more than Predator. Predator is my favorite movie of all time. Okay. So I would pick it, and then I would take that at 87, and then I would pick like four pieces of garbage to fit into the 120. Okay. That, to me, is not the point of this. That's easy and lazy. Instead, I picked five movies that if they're on TV, I'm stopping to watch. Like, these are movies that I genuinely... And by the way... Do you still have cable? No. But in theory, <laughs> in theory, if they were on cable, okay, but I mean, these, yeah, I know, right? So these are these are five movies that I really, really enjoy watching, and and that I would not just say, oh, I picked it because they're a stinker. And if I found other movies that had a lower rating and I wanted to play with the numbers, I'd ask myself, but what do I want to watch more? Yep. So this represents like a legit watch list that I would pass on to someone, even if we weren't doing this activity. And I really liked this. I liked this episode. I liked the idea because maybe you work, you had to go dig around and see what are these rankings. You which do. Some are absurd. Well, it's kind of interesting. Like you see some that you wouldn't expect being 
at like 85, 90%. You're like, right. oh man. Right. Yeah. right. Before we start, I just had a question. Are you a movie review guy? Do you read like Roger Ebert reviews all the I time? I don't. Oh. I don't. You're a big time review guy. Yeah. I'm this way about sports too. Like I sometimes avoid reading about the Lions are reading about Michigan because really? I, I just people are so brutal and, and out of place sometimes and I it's it, it knocks the wind out of me and that like pray Prey is a great example. Like I will not read any of the early stuff on it. I, mm. I see quick flashes of the buzz because I'm just afraid it's going to get my hopes up and then I'm going to be destroyed. But you love reviews. You're always quoting reviews on the show. I yeah. mean, you read a lot of them. It's so. fun. It's like it's part of our creative atmosphere of movies know. and entertainment. Maybe. I'm a weirdo. This is on me. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 I understand. Some people want to go in and don't have their opinion shaped by anything. You I feel correct. <laughs> I feel like uh, my, my opinions are strong enough to withhold that. They're not. But I appreciate you bringing that to the table. So, Max, on this, is there, is there any? You're good. You're good. Is there any? Rhyme, is there any rhyme or reason to how you want to go over this? Do you want to do your full five first, or do you want to go back and no, forth? back and forth? All right, and then do you want to go like highest rating to lowest rating, or random? How do you how do you want to do this? Should we go lowest to highest? I think we want to end with the lowest. End with the lowest. Okay. Yeah, I think okay. you want to end with your lowest rating. Okay. So, so why don't you want to you start with your of your five? No, I get to decide. That's and fine. You go first. God bless it. So I'm picking. I have five movies. Yep. And I will tell you right now. Spoiler alert. One nineteen. Ooh. I could have even gone lower, but I ejected a movie that I couldn't put on here because I didn't feel right having it on here. Max, with my first pick of five that I'm putting on my watch list and keeping under 120 points, I'm going with a tomato meter 37 point, my highest rated film on this list. Really? Yeah. So I keep that in mind. This is the highest rated <laughs> film on my list. The 1989 classic Roadhouse. All you have to do is follow three simple rules. One. Never underestimate your opponent. Expect the unexpected. Two, take it outside. Never start anything inside the bar unless it's absolutely necessary. And three, be nice. I wanted that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just stunned that you, you didn't have you? this. Oh, stunned yeah, that yeah. you didn't have this. I know, we talked so much Roadhouse. I wanted to like, Guys, ex this ex is, expand my options. If we weren't doing this episode yeah. and you just said, give me... Give me a list of five movies that you just love from the 80s that aren't Back to the Future, Predator, Ghostbusters. Yeah. That second tier of film that I just love. Roadhouse is at the top of the list. Is it the best Swayze movie of the 80s? Oh, man. Well, you know how I feel about Next of Kin. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> that's, that's the truth. And you can't you can't ignore Dirty Dancing. And you I'm can't, at, that's I, what I'm asking. I don't know. I do. I, you know how I feel about Roadhouse. Red Dawn? Director, director I, every single time we talk about Roadhouse, every single time I get goosebumps Rowdy. saying this. Director, Rowdy, Rowdy Harrington. <laughs> <laughs> it feels so like Mean Gene Oakland, WWF. Yeah, Night Train Lane. Oh my God, man. It's so good. Uh, Patrick Swayze, Kelly Lynch, Sam Elliott. That's all you need to know. That threesome right there, I'll take to war any day of the week and twice <laughs> on Sunday, my friend. So, Max, you know how I rely on IMDb yeah. to do my short reviews? Yep. This this one this one really takes home the blue ribbon. I want to just this is legitimately the recap of the movie in IMDb. A tough bouncer is hired to tame a dirty bar. <laughs> That's all it is. That's it, buddy. Yeah. There are so many things I love about this movie. Throat rips. Yeah. I mean, throat rips, the one-liners. I used to blank guys like you in prison. Sam, you'd be bigger. Yeah. Sam, uh, the, the rules. Miho. Yeah. Uh, I mean, where to begin, where to end. But I will say this. There was a time in my life where I didn't believe that anybody had seen this movie. Yeah, it felt like it's yours. It felt like I just, it was my little treasure. And then in college, I would go out and I'd meet some people and we'd be chatting and we'd somehow stumble into the conversation of Roadhouse and everybody would be like, not everybody, 
the people I like, people that became my friends will be like, oh yeah, the double deuce. And yeah. I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> so this to me is like, it's this is why I put in the time capsule I'm sending to someone to explain what the 80s were, Roadhouse. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah, it I, works. I knew it. I knew yeah, it, it came it. out hot. And only 37. I know. Well, some, of, some of the scores on the tomato meter are out of control. Well, this, like make no sense to me. This movie wasn't expected to do anything. I looked at movies like Weird Science and Real Genius, movies that I kind of felt were like, second tier third tier films yeah 50 60 70 on the tomato meter i think real genius is 85 or something i bet you would know that yeah i definitely yeah i know uh (laughs) yeah so this is my starting point it's the highest rated movie on my so for those listening at home i have five films this is the highest rated one is roadhouse was it your first one and you based everything else on it yes okay it was the first movie i looked for because i'm like i guarantee you five movies 120 points you got to average somewhere around 30 points 25 points 30 points if I could lower that like 23 23 points yeah Yeah. so you either have to average around 23 points or you got to go up 37 down 16 so I knew that 40 mark for me I knew I couldn't go over 40 yeah Yeah. Max that concludes my first pick and I will turn it over to you for your first pick and uh, are you keeping we don't need to keep track I have my numbers you have your numbers yeah beautiful golf clap by the way very nice I think you appreciate it good stuff (laughs) I chose the tomato meter 44% film. That 44? You went a little high. This is my big one. Oh, man. I went overboard. Mr. Burbage, would you come over here for a moment? Has it escaped your attention that these children have head-to-toe poison oak? Well, no. Yes, but... But what? My children are in need of medical assistance. And you can sit here and smugly lecture me on the importance of tests? Tests which exist to pigeonhole children's potential, a thing which cannot possibly be measured, least of all by anal compulsive Huns. And my husband may be a large child, but that's none of your business. And my children may be rotten, but they're mine. And I think that they're bright and sensitive, so I have no doubts whatsoever about their intelligence. I do, however, have serious doubts about yours. Max, I wanted that movie so yeah. badly, and I just wasn't Too willing high. to break the 40 ratio. Oh, it's so worth it. Uh, tell me about Overboard. I mean, Speak sweet Overboard nothings in my ear. <laughs> I, I love this movie. I think it's the most universal movie where you could show this to anyone, a uh, child. You know what you're saying? Howard the Duck didn't know what it was? Yeah. This movie is universal. Can we just pause for a second? Don't bring up Howard the Duck again. <laughs> I just want to make well, that Well, you're clear. not going to like my list later. <laughs> If, if Howard the Duck's on this list, I'm done. Yeah, I know. I'm not doing yeah. that. You wouldn't have the, I don't think you have the guts to even try to pull it. No, I don't like talking about movies one after the other. That's yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah, But I think this movie knew what it was and could relate to anyone from two years old to 90 to eight years old. So it's Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. And I... <laughs> Done. I, yeah. I'm in. I'm in right there. And I love when husband and wife. Well, actually, they are they even married right now? They never got married because they're they that said, cool Why? couple. They say, yeah, they're, they're they're the best. Yeah, the best of the best. They are the best of the best <laughs> of the best. How many times have we said that on this podcast? Some damn fool said <laughs> you were the best. But their chemistry is just fantastic. Gary Marshall is one of my favorite directors of all time. Pretty Woman, Princess Diaries, Beaches, Valentine's Day, New Year's Eve. And his sister's Penny Marshall, who did big in A League of Their Own. Of course, of course. And if you look him up online on his IMDb, he passed away, but it's him eating a hamburger and fries. I like that. Yeah, he's just a cool guy. Yeah. He's just having a good time. And the plot of the movie is awesome. A cruel but beautiful heiress cheats a hired carpenter. When she gets amnesia after an accident, he decides to introduce her to regular life by convincing her they're husband and wife with four rambunctious kids. Yeah. It's one of those 1930s wacky Jim movies. Dandy to the rescue. Yeah. Oh my God, I love the Jim Dandy band. The prior boy? Prior Pru- Pruitt, the Pruitt boys. I think it's the yeah, yeah. Is it Pruitt? No, it's the Prophet boys. Prophet, thank you. Wait, are you talking about Dean's sons? Or? Yeah, yeah, the boys. Yeah, the Prophet boys. Pro- is it Prophet? Yes, yeah, Dean Prophet. All right, that's what I thought. Okay, where did I get Pruitt? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> 
I love how Kurt Russell uh, puts his shirt together and you can see his nips. Arturo! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you know what? I would not mind doing a full episode on Overboard. Oh, my God. I think Overboard is... I, I'm just going to tell you right now. I love your pick. Yeah. A plus. The only thing I'm going to knock you down on is that I think it's cocky to go over 40 points, but whatever. We'll, we'll see what you did in other places. This might be my favorite rom-com of the 80s. Yeah. Because I, I don't count the teen rom-coms as true rom-coms. I'll, I'll give it to you. I think this is... I like this more than When Harry Met Sally. I, that, that's... I just you yeah. took the words out of my mouth because that's your ride hard. Yeah. I was going to ask you... Well, so movies where it's rom-com and connection and having a good time, you need good writers. And I always look up the writer. I'm really curious about this. Yeah. It's written by Leslie Dixon. Do you know who this is? I don't. He wrote Blind Date, Loverboy... Look who's talking now. I love Loverboy. Yeah, wait. Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, wow. The Thomas Crown Affair and Limitless. Oh, wow. So, like... Good chops. Yeah, good writing chops. No, it, it really... Like, the movies that I superior, like that I find superior always have writers that have, like, four or five awesome credits. Uh, what I find great about this movie is anytime you can take a movie and have an enormous amount of silliness and yep. an almost, like, slapstickness to it, but then have genuine tender moments where your eyes water a little bit, yeah. I'm impressed by that. I'm impressed when you can take people through the gamut of emotion. When he runs into the kids' clubhouse... Mm. And and they're like, we got to rescue mom. And he's like, they don't want, she doesn't want us. And then he comes back. And he's like, let's go. I'm like, yes, go get her, <laughs> yeah. go get her. And that, in contrast to him dunking her in a barrel of water, yeah, it's great, dude. <laughs> it's really, really great. I love this movie. It's a great pick, Max. You've, yeah. you've done well. Woo! You're slowly starting to redeem yourself after <laughs> the movie whose name we shall not speak. All right, that takes it to me. Are you going percentage downwards now, or it's free for all? No, no. I'm going from highest point to lowest point. So this is my second highest point one. Got it. <laughs> Max, I got to tell you, again, totally shocked that you didn't take this one. With a tomato meter score. With a tomato meter score of 31. Give me the 1989 thriller, action thriller, Tango and Cash. I'll make the statement. I'll make the statement. No way. What do you mean? Why not? You'll screw it up. When's your birthday? What difference is it? When were you born? Why? Day and month. It's not that tough, right? You do my horoscope? You don't have to give me the year. You don't have to embarrass yourself. When were you born? February. (laughs) I got seniority. I'll make the statement. August 16th. I read your records, Cash. Isn't that the date you were hatched? August 16th, ring a bell? I got seniority. <laughs> that was on my also rant. Yeah. Because 31 points. It's it's so good. It's nonsensical, it's, though. It's amazing. The last third of the movie it's makes no sense. Amazing. <laughs> Explain the last third. I'm explaining nothing until I first <laughs> tell you right now. Sylvester Stallone, Kurt Russell, Terry Hatcher. That's all you need to know. And Jack Palance. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? James Hong. Tango and Cash. (laughs) Cash and Tango. IMDb is just my best friend because this is another great description of a movie. (laughs) Framed by their ruthless arch nemesis, a mismatched LAPD crime-fighting duo has to put its differences aside to even the score with the evil kingpin, the evil overlord, (laughs) who put them behind bars once and for all. So can you buy Sly as the Armani wearing yes. stockbroker every with glasses? Single, I buy everything in this movie. So this is You an, do? Let me let me pause. Let me pause. This is another movie where you watch it. It's on TV on like a Saturday afternoon, back when I had cable, back when I had a TV. Or time to yourself. You flip <laughs> I know, right? You flip this movie on and you're like you're like, what is this? <laughs> Kurt Russell's in a movie, Sylvester Stallone. Fubar. This I mean, there's a million different reasons why I love this movie, but honestly, to me, it's just fun. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's, no, I like the back and forth. Yeah. 
And they've got great chemistry. They really do. Like, great chemistry. They should do a remake. I always used to think to myself, like, wouldn't it be cool to have Stallone and Schwarzenegger in the same movie? No chemistry with each other. And in the, the Expendables, it was, like, cute when they had their moment with each other. Yeah. Didn't buy it. Yep. Kurt Russell and Stallone, you could tell Stallone hated Kurt Russell. Like, you hated so? him. Yeah. Not in real life. In yeah. the movie. Yeah. And, and just... I do think that Stallone played it really well, which is great to me. Like the straight laced guy and then Kurt Russell's this hot mess. By the way, Kurt Russell, two for three on the movies that we've picked so far. It's time we do a Kurt Russell episode. Oh, man. His I 80s, love Kurt Russell. His 80s is... his Every decade. He was... All the Quentin Tarantino stuff he's popped up Death in, he's been great. Incredible. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, you know his uh, shirt is hanging in the background of Death Proof. From uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. <laughs> Tarantino loved that movie, apparently. How about that lap dance? It's my favorite Tarantino movie. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. So, Max, there's not much to say about Tango and Cash other than... <laughs> Tango and Cash. You can't call yourself a red-blooded American without loving Tango and Cash. Yeah, I'll give it to you. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went, just FYI, some of the lower scoring movies are total macho absurd movies, so I may have gone a little heavy on those, but that's all right. I'm, I'm getting, noticing a pattern. Yeah. Like, I try to like- Roadhouse, mix, I try Tango to, and Cash. I try to mix it up, because otherwise, you can, it's easy to do the action movies, the muscle head. Well, you know, I thought about that. There's a Seagal in here, isn't I, I, there? No. No? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I thought, I, because I thought about what you're saying, but then I was thinking to myself, but this is supposed to be my list of what I like that I'm handing off to someone. Yeah. These are two movies that I absolutely, you know this. When we first started the podcast and you were like, what are some movies I need to see? Did I not say Tango and Cash and Roadhouse was like you at the did. top of my list? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, fine. Sweet. <laughs> All right, Maximus, up to you. I'm going with the whopping 29% tomato meter, Gleaming the Cube. I guess we all do unexpected things sometimes, don't we? Yes, I suppose we do. Brian, if we want to get to an 8 o'clock movie, uh, would you like to come in and have some tea? Yeah, that'd be nice. Just some other time, Mother. Oh, I think we should. I mean, um... Colonel doesn't mind. There's a million questions I'd really like to ask him. Questions? Brian, we have to go. Yeah. About, uh, about history. About what really happened in Vietnam, you know? I think it would help me understand what happened to my brother. Never seen it. You haven't seen it? I've never seen Gleaming the Cube. Oh my God. Seriously? Okay. Well, first, I mean, you've seen Rad and you've seen, uh, yes. God, what's the Nicole Kidman one? Uh, something bikers, bad bikers. BMX, BMX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're into like the BMX skateboard stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. Thrashing. Have you seen yeah. Thrashing? With, okay. with uh, what's his face from Goonies? Of Bro course. Brolin. Yeah, Brolin. Yeah, yeah. This is the best of all those. What? Yeah. All right. I'm putting it on my watch list. Okay. It's Christian Slater. Ooh. And I'm talking like blonde, teenage, angsty punk rock. Okay. Uh, against authority, Christian Slater and Stephen Bauer, who's Don Eladio from uh. Breaking Bad. Okay. As the like the kind of uh the kind of the cop who breaks the rules a little okay. bit, who's mm -hmm. like his friend. So the story is a young avid skateboarder uncovers a government conspiracy when investigating his adopted brother's mysterious death. Does okay. that intrigue you at all or no? It it does. I wish I'd seen it so I could you're very excited right now and yeah. I can't I can't provide you much. So it's weird. I need you to carry the show. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. You, you can do it. So it's one of those movies where you're like you okay. can do it. <laughs> You thought it was going to be like BMX Bandits where it's like, oh, a stupid story just so they can do the stuff or you know, like do the, uh, you know, ollies and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. The skating in this movie, one, it's fantastic skating. Tony Hawk is one of Christian Slater's buddies. Really? And it's like before he was big. He's driving the Pizza Hut. Do you know Tony Hawk was in uh, Police Academy 4? Yes, I do. Yeah. 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 So it's got this weirdly like comprehensive government conspiracy plot with someone trying to send guns to Vietnam and his brother who's Asian and works in the store, finds out and gets murdered. And he has to kind of deal with government intrigue and murders and all. But he's on a skateboard the whole time. And he's like very against his parents who are like well-to-do, normal California parents. And he says stuff like, 
I don't know what's worse, getting blown up in a nuclear war or having a 7-Eleven on every corner. Do you know what I mean? It's like very kind of like thrasher, yeah, man, against the system kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no one believes him. And it's just, it's one of my favorite Christian Slater performances. Really? It's this, top three, it goes Heathers, this, and Broken Arrow. Really? What else is there? I, very Bad Things. Very Bad Things. I yeah, love yeah. Very Bad Things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mr. Robot is great, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really love Very Bad Things. Yeah, I know. You like Very Bad Things. <laughs> Did I mention I like Very Bad Things? <laughs> I, look, I, I will see it. You're making a compelling case. You really need I to. Will, I will see it. It's free on Amazon. Free, you say? Well, yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. Are like, you a Prime member? I am, of course. Come on. Who is not a Prime member of this day and age? I don't know. <laughs> Message us if you're not a Prime member. What kind of weird thing. All right, Max. Anyways, back to uh, what are we each down? Two movies? Yeah. Why don't we take a quick break and give some love to our sponsors, and then we'll hop back into our last three. Sounds good. All righty. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Dobie Real Estate Group. You can find them at wearedobie.com. When we're done with this episode, mm. I just want to go home and I want to sit on my deck and open up a nice high noon. And you want to know why I'm able to do <laughs> that? Girl. Yeah, I am. Do you want to know why I'm able to do that? Because I got, I got a great house. If you want a great house, you know who you need to go to? Dobie Real Estate. <laughs> Simon and the team at Dolby are the right group to go to. They're going to make sure that they get you the most for your house if you're selling it or that you don't get ripped off buying into a new one. Housing prices are going to drop and that's especially why you want to have the right team on your side. So go to Dolby, 400 million in sales in 2021, a thousand homes sold, well, their marketing team, their legal team, just their people. I mean, everyone that we've met from there, are they not like the nicest people so in the nice. world? So nice. And they know the 80s. They do. And knowing the 80s is important <laughs> when you're drinking high noons on your deck after a long day of podcasting about tomatoes. Yes. Reach out to Dolby, tell them that Buzz in the Tower sent you, and get ready to have the best experience of your life. I hate when you say sounds Gouda. Would you prefer? I want something different, anything. Hey, is your middle name- Sounds Swiss. <laughs> is your middle name Cheddar Cheese? Because you're looking extra sharp today. Alrighty then. Are hey, we back to me? What do you call cheese that's not yours? Max, no more cheese jokes. I've Nacho had enough. cheese. I got three cheese jokes. That's pretty good. It's very specific. <laughs> Anyways, the next film, Max. Is there any movie based on cheese? Movie based on cheese. Like, for cheese is like a main platform. Why am I even thinking about it? Max, shut up. The the goofy movie, that cheese pizza. Great, thank you. Anyways, moving on to the next one. Okay. Um, I have got, coming in at 24 points on the tomato meter, the 1984 fantasy film, Conan the Destroyer. Hither came Conan, the Cimmerian, sword in hand. It is I, his chronicler, who knows well his saga. Now, let me tell you of the days of high adventure. This movie rules. It's it does. amazing. It's really- the Horn of Dagoth? Come on. It's really violent. Look, so the first Conan... Was like a movie. Will always have a place in my heart, you know, like crush enemies, see them driven before you and hear the lamentation of the women, or as you say, yogurt, yogurt, whatever. That movie is great. This movie, oh man. It's bananas. Wilt Chamberlain. I mean. Yeah. (laughs) Wilt Chamberlain, you realize how big he is next to Arnold. You're like, my God, Arnold's a dwarf. So Conan the Destroyer, we've got Arnold Schwarzenegger, Grace Jones. I mean, Grace Jones. She's on fire. Oh man. Everything about this movie is just so wonderful. Uh, The quick synopsis is provided by our friends over IMDb. Conan leads a ragtag group of adventurers on a quest for a princess. Yeah. 
Yeah. Conan like princess. Yeah. Conan take princess. I mean, when they rip the horn off, it's really graphic. The horn of Dagoth? Yeah. I know. While I agree to anyone who would argue that this is certainly not the original, this has other things like Akiro, the wizard. I mean, you can't forget him, right? Yeah. And Olivia Dabo, who played Princess Jenna. Jen A. Jen A. (laughs) You're my princess, Jen A. Pat Roach, who was like the man ape, who I also, the man ape dude, remember? Oh, yeah, that was freaky. I also think he was the guy in Indiana Jones. In fact, I'm almost positive he was the guy in Indiana Jones who gets in the fist fight by the plane. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. uh, Which Indiana Jones? That's uh, Last Crusade. Last Crusade. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like 99% sure well, he gets that's his head same sliced guy. off, right? You are correct. Yeah. You've got Sven, Svenel, Thorson, Schwarzenegger's boys, and like all of his movies. Uh, Max, I love this movie. How can you not love this movie? So let me ask going into this, let's say it was 1984, you're going into the theater and you're expecting Conan the Barbarian. And you, and you, <laughs> and saw you get this, And you saw this. I'd be ecstatic. You would? Oh, my God. I'd be totally ecstatic. <laughs> okay. They even do a throwback. Like, I don't know if you remember the scene or not. They punch the They, they punch, punch, the, the, camel. punch the camel yeah, in the face the again. Yeah. Oh. oh, no. He doesn't punch it, but he's like, you know, I'll do it again. And yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Or does he punch it? Now <laughs> he even punches remember. it. Yeah. Does he punch it two times? Yeah, I think so. Or a camel. Or a camel. Same camel. So, the, Max, this is totally in line with what we were talking about, which is picking like movies that you tell people you love and that you would put in this list. I, this is absolutely, you know I love this movie. Yeah, it's really fun. Trust me, I even I even peaked at Red Sonja, but I like this way more than Red Sonja. Red Sonja's not great. And I think the original Conan was over my 40-point threshold. Yep, people, critics actually like that. Hold on a second, I actually want to see what that one is. Oh yeah, that's a 67. Okay, yeah. That's a 67? You, you can't do that. No. Yeah, yeah. So, I remember Raj liked it a lot. Yeah, so I'm happy with that. Yeah. So, well, so just to quickly recap at three, I just want you to think about this list lineup for me, this power lineup. You're, get, you're going to get sick of this. No, I'm movie. not. Okay. Roadhouse at 37 points, Tango and Cash at 31 points, Conan the Destroyer at 24 points. Yeah. And let me just tee this up for you right now. The one that comes next is more ridiculous than the previous it's like Cyborg. Oh, it's good. Shh. Quiet, my little <laughs> lamb. All right. Kicking it over to you, Max. What do you got for your third movie? Mine is also 24% on the Rotten Tomato meter. Oh. Yeah. And it's the 1988 classic, License to Drive. Guys, it's all set up. I took care of everything. They're going to be here in a few minutes. There's one for each of us. Dean, I will never doubt you again. I know you won't. My dreams never get this good. My fantasies <laughs> never get this good, man. And this is only the beginning. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Quick, roll up the windows. Charles, you spasticated idiot. Dean, it was an accident. Roll up the windows. Hey, hey, my hamburger. Hey, give me my hamburger. Ow, ow, ow. Wait, you can't leave now. What about the girl? Dean is a maniac. Archie's. Come back! Come back! Come back! Get out of my somethings! My dreams? dreams? Yeah. And into my car. Get into my car. The movie's called License to Drive. How can you not? What is it? What's the What's the line? I never thought I could fit a Porsche into the back of a Ferrari. No. A Merce- <laughs> what is it? Mercedes? <laughs> I mean. I'm having a stroke. What's the quote? Well, he's like, why do I... Need a Cadillac when I have a Mercedes or something like that. Yeah, but there's another line when he puts her into the back of the Cadillac. He's like, I never thought you could fit a Porsche in the trunk of a Cadillac. Well, it's a Mercedes. Her name's Mercedes. Yeah, yeah, Porsche. Her name's Porsche, right? No, it's... I know, it's Mercedes. (laughs) I'm so stupid. I love this movie. Yeah, it's so much fun. But for the people that don't know, tell them about this... Two Corys for the price of one flick, Max. Their second movie together, Corey Haim. Got his name right. You did. And, you didn't and, call him Ham. And Corey God. Feldman. This might be the best where they're equal. The, 100%. This is the best Haim Feldman. Yeah. Because like they're on par with each Lost other. Lost Boys is a better movie, but they're not like equal level. No. Yeah. Haim yeah. is dominating that And one. Feldman's got like 
smaller. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm with you. And dream I'm a little you. dream is just like dream a little dream a little dream <laughs> with a zero on the tomato was meter. It really? Uh, yeah, and I was I was so close to sliding it in, yeah. but I found five movies I like more. Yeah. But it would have bailed me out. I could have gone big on a few other movies. Is that cheating when you go zero? So it's it's funny you bring that up. I Jaws think, the Revenge too. I know you could have done Jaws the Revenge, Police Academy Four. These are movies I, I like. Yeah. But the question to me, I had a few of them on my original list. The question to me was, are there five movies collectively that I like more? Then Dream a Little Dream or Police Academy Four. And I didn't want to just sounding yes. I didn't want to just bottom out for zero. Yep. So I tried to maximize the overall quality of my five. Yeah, lists, no and weak that's why I stayed with them. Yeah, yeah, I got you. So License to Drive is about a teen who goes on a night on the town despite flunking his driver's test. What a great premise for a movie. It's why great. don't they, Why don't they do this more often? Someone like fails something that they need to this do. This movie's got heart. You could You could have done this other thing. Someone fails their uh, medical bar and still yeah. perform surgery. And it's got. <laughs> Uh, Heather, um, Heather Graham, Heather Graham, Heather who, Graham, who, who by the way is absolutely stunning. She's like one of the it girls in the eighties, and she stayed that way when she was on Scrubs. I was just like, God, she just remained gorgeous her whole life. Whole, I mean, uh, uh, Boogie Nights, <laughs> well, yeah, Roller Girl, yeah, Roller Girl. I but uh, also, that too. Uh, what's it called, The Hangover? Oh yeah, yeah, she's great. The the, the stripper, that's well, right. Oh, and she's funny. The that. biggest crush I've ever had on her is Swingers. Oh yeah, because she's so available. Would you call and her and leave her a bunch of voicemails. I probably would. Hey Heather, it's uh, it's Max. <laughs> don't ever call me. Don't remember she calls at the end and he's like, I'm not sure if I should have waited two days. And he picks up the phone and you're like, Yeah, hey, Mikey, you did oh, it. You're all grown up. But so the writer of this movie also did one of my other favorite '90s movies, Richie Rich. How is that one of your favorite? You have 90s your own movies? McDonald's. What do you mean that movie's fun? Move it along, Max. Move <laughs> it along. I don't know. Just him using Grandpa's Cadillac. Atomic Avenue seemed like the most fun place to hang out. Right. There's like a car chase scene with a drunk guy. Oh, he's wasted. <laughs> and he's barfing all over the car <laughs> in a v- VW Bug. Yeah. And it's like, I've never seen that in a movie before. Also, underrated, the parents in this movie are the, the coolest co- parents ever. There's like, that's why doesn't that happen more? That like, uh, the movie Easy A, I think, with, with uh, Stanley Tucci. I, you know? That's a great example. Yeah. Those, those two parents, like when uh, their son's like, I was adopted, and he's like, You were adopted? Did <laughs> yeah. you? I thought we were going to wait to tell him. So I actually agree with you, and I think this goes to something. I'm, I don't want to bring it up. Yep. I don't want to bring up the movie whose name we said we'd never speak HTD. This is exactly why I have an issue with Howard the Duck because, no, hear me out real quickly. Okay. I'm not going to get on a high horse on this. Yep. It's so easy to just do duck puns and typical tropes and, oh, the parents are so lame and that's like, uh, what's the other movie, um, Valley Girl, like yeah. other movies where they, where they buck that trend. It's so refreshing. It is. And License to Drive is a great example of that. Just the two of the coolest parents. Richard Masser and Carol Kane. Yep. Absolutely, and he was great in uh, risky business. Risky business, the thing. The, the, yeah. Well, the risky business for me. Yeah. When he comes in and he's doing the interview, and <laughs> he's just like, sometimes you just got to say, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? What the heck? Yeah. What the gosh darn it, Max? That's what University I say. Illinois. Here I go. It was a good pick. Yeah. Uh, it was on my alternate list. Sweet. I wanted license to drive. It's really fun. Big time. Yeah. Uh, all right, that kicks it back to me. What do we got? Oh, next. <laughs> oh. We're, we're, we're starting to get into the stinkers. No, you're wrong. We're starting to get into technically. We're starting to get into movies that have low scores. Yeah, the fact that you did not of everything that you and I have done together of every episode. What are we? 88, 89 episodes in? Eighty seven. Yeah, of every episode, the fact that you did not put this movie on your list baffling to me. It's not real genius. No, it's one of your favorites, and it fits the profile and its score at a Rotten Tomato meter eighteen. I can't believe you didn't put this on. I don't have this on my backup. I can't believe it. What is it? Stunned. The 1986 cop thriller Cobra. In America, there's a burglary every 11 seconds. An armed robbery 
every 65 seconds. A violent crime every 25 seconds. A murder every 24 minutes. And 250 rapes a day. That's really good. How did you not put Cobra on I, your list? I here when you do when it, we submitted our list. This is the one where I was like, he's gonna have the same one as me, and I am going to tell him like I'm keeping this one. So I, in my defense, I think of it as such a great movie. I didn't even you didn't even think, think, think to about, look. I didn't even you, think to look. So how's how funny is this? Uh, my research for this episode was googling worst '80s <laughs> movies ever, and Cobra sticks his head in on a couple of these. People love those Cobra. Lists. I love Cobra. Yeah. It is incoherent. Yeah. It's yeah. not incoherent. Well, it's supposed to be three hours long, and uh, they cut it to an hour and a half. This, now, this is a movie. I asked you what you would change on Howard the Duck, and you said, uh, I'd give it 30 more minutes. Yeah. This is a movie. Let's give it all two hours of Howard Duck's time. Yeah. And and, and let's do it. The, Howard the Duck. Excuse <laughs> me. Sorry. Uh, well, you know why they cut it? Uh, Top Gun was dominating on the box office, and they wanted to get more runs in for people to watch the movie. That's a torture. I want to see the director's cut. Let's yeah. get them to work on that. Uh, Max, this is... <laughs> Pig. Sylvester Stallone, Bridget, Neil, Bridget, Bridget, Brigitte Nielsen. Uh, this is man. This is everything I ever needed. Ryan in Thompson, life. you're the you're the disease, and I'm the cure, Max. <laughs> I mean, how, who gets better lines than that? It's the best intro. A tough it. on a tough on crime street cop must protect the only surviving witness to a strange murderous cult with far reaching plans. Oh, they've, got plans. Yeah. they've got plans. They've got plans. What are their plans? I, horrible. This is like one murder. This is one part. This is if you took lethal weapon and silence of the lambs and had an, a child with them. Yeah. And got really drunk and got really drunk. <laughs> I love this movie. Cobra Cabretti. I love the name Cabretti. How he eats pizza with scissors. He's at- the, he's the, what's he called? Not the suicide squad. The zombie squad. The zombies, uh, Cabretti and the zombie squad. It's based on a real Belgian group of uh, police officers. All oh, those Belgians. Those yeah. Wild Belgians. <laughs> <laughs> those waffle making sons of gun. <laughs> Extra syrup. Kill me. <laughs> this doesn't do nothing, but you love it. I just, when I get you riled up, I see you're laughing. I'm always going to throw. And go. Kill me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is Sylvester Stallone basically saying, I'm a golden god and yep. jumping off the roof into the pool. Yep. Like he wrote, he, he either, didn't he rewrite all this? And like, this Stallone is what he did? wanted Beverly Hills Cop to be. Yeah. And why he walked and off. And they're like, get out of here. This is not going to be Beverly <laughs> and Hills then he, Cop. And then he made Rocky Four and they're like, you can do whatever you want. Right. And he cashed in with this and over the top. And he brought his girlfriend with him and was like, uh, give me Brigitte. Yeah, she's beautiful in this movie. Oh, she is. She was always gorgeous until the Flavor Flav portion of her career. Yeah. And things went a little, a little south. A little south. Uh, but Cobra, can't believe you didn't have it. I, let me give you a point total at this point because we're getting there. I right now am at four movies in, 110 points. My next movie only has nine points. <laughs> so let's get to your fourth. Yeah. All right, let's go to your fourth, then give me a point total after that. I went in the same kind of vein as you did. I finally succumbed to your action superstar, whatever the hell this is. Sure, <laughs> sure. This is what, it's a little action heavy. What, I'm not going to lie. What's it called when it's like a... Bad action movie. Action? It's called Cobra. (laughs) (laughs) I went with the whopping 13% on the tomato meter. Action Jackson. Delaplane. One of these days you're going to really piss me off. Bob, get the gasoline. We're going to have us a little barbecue. Barbecue, huh? How do you like your ribs? How could I have forgot that movie? How do you like your ribs? 
Shame on me. It's so funny. I love this movie. It's basically Cobra's stepbrother. No. No, it's more it's, fun. It's Apollo re- re- retires <laughs> and becomes a Detroit police officer. No, he's remember he's like a... And Biff from Back <laughs> to the Future pops up as one of the cops. And evil Craig T. Nelson. Max. How could and, and Sharon Stone? Yeah, out of nowhere. Yep, and Robert Davy from. Can you uh, tell me, tell me about this movie, man. Vengeance drives a tough Detroit cop to stay on the trail of a power-hungry auto magnate who is systematically eliminating the competition the, with murder. The part about this that I touches me in a real special way. Vanity? It's it's not vanity. No. The part that really gets to me is the Mister Mom part of this, where like any time that a movie takes place in Detroit, mm. there's a tie into the working on the line, the union, the yeah. Ford, GM. Yeah. Like, I love that. I, I just take so much stupid pride in that. Like, Detroit had it in the 80s when it came to movies. Oh, my God. Every, but every one of those movies is always just like, Beverly you know. Beverly Hills Cop, yeah. Mr. Mom, yeah. RoboCop, oh, this. RoboCop. God, what else is there? Dude, RoboCop's, RoboCop's tomato meter was 91. Yeah. I, this is one of the first movies I looked at thinking like, okay, I know I love it, but maybe like it's one of those things that not, I, I, I said if this was at 50, I would have figured out a way to make it work. 91. Critics love the we're gonna make fun of America. Dead or alive, <laughs> you're coming with me. So I mean, this movie's not RoboCop, but no, it's sh- not. But it's good. But shirtless Jericho Jackson. I always wanted to see Carl Weathers in a starring role, and this was it. And I thought he could have done this as a series. It kind of made me sad. They planned this to be multiple movies. Oh, really? Yeah. Did it? Did it not do well in the box no, office? It or? cost seven and made twenty. Oh, I know. And they had Pointer Sister songs, car flips, and like karate fights. Correcting Nelson's he's, body double. He's awesome in this. He's really good. But it made me, uh, at least Carl Weathers had his moment in the sun. Well, wasn't um, Jericho Jackson's police chief was Mac. Oh, Bill Duke. Bill Duke. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I thought was great. I was yeah. like, oh, I know him. Yeah. I know him. Like, I-, I love Bill Duke's career when you look at just three roles, and that's all you need, right? When he. Commando. Commando, Predator, and Action Jackson. Yeah. Oh, this is going to blow your mind. The director of this movie, uh-huh. Craig R. Baxley, was a stunt coordinator for Predator. Of course. Yeah. Isn't the greatest awesome? film yeah. ever. <laughs> when you walk away from the greatest film ever, you pick your next uh, destination. This was the next one. Yeah. Oh, God. I know. That's fantastic. 13%. Great pick, man. Great pick. Uh, what is your running score as of right now? I'm at 110. So One I, got, ten. I got 10 left. You've got 10 left. I've got nine left. And that takes us to our last movie. I was stunned, stunned to see the score of this movie. Absolutely stunned. It's the only movie on my list that's not an action film. It's about time. <laughs> it's yeah. about time. And with a nine on the tomato meter, give me 1988 cocktail. What about a hundred pound ballerina that's been speeding for three days? Just open the door and let her pirouette out in the street. Well, these are just some of the tasks you'll be asked to perform, young Flanagan. This is the Upper East Side, the saloon capital of the world. Big time. Are you ready for the big time young Mr. Flanagan? I think I can handle it. Got yourself a new disciple? Good night, my beautiful. Hey, Frogman. Anyone that can get money out of her is a major talent. Come back next Thursday. I've got five shifts open. You're offering me a job? Uh Uh-huh. The waitresses hate me. No way. Cocktail. That's brilliant. Uh, could you believe that? No. Like, apparently people don't like this movie. No, no. I remember it made a ton of money and it got panned in the box office. This and- movie's great. Yeah. I love everything about this. It- I just got Elizabeth's shoe for nine <laughs> points. I couldn't get the karate kid. Yeah. Like, I couldn't get her in anything else, but I got Cocktail. That's really Adventures good. Adventures in babysitting, nothing. And you got Tom Cruise. I had Tom Cruise. Is this his lowest rated movie? And what's his face from FX? Uh, Brian Brown. Yeah. Yeah. I got Coughlin's Law at bargain <laughs> rate here max nine <laughs> points so cocktail if you didn't pick up on it 
already. Tom Cruise, Brian Brown, Elizabeth Shue, a talented New York bartender, takes a job at a bar in Jamaica and falls in love. Yes. That's a little misleading as to what the movie is, but I'll, it's about I'll take bartending. it. It is about bartending. So, by the way, this movie still lives on to this day. Sure. In Thor, Love and Thunder. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, let Val- me let me experience no, it. No, Don't ruin it. You're not going to see it. Okay. You're, you're going to look right. for it. Valkyrie's ship, she has a bar, and uh, her, she has a neon sign that says Cocktails and Dreams, and Shut it's the one from Cocktail. Up. Isn't that amazing? This movie is absolute fire. Yeah. Like, uh, first of all, Beach Boys, Kokomo. Yeah. yeah. Like, anytime, I always believe- Original song. I, I always believe this. If you have to prove me wrong on this, but can you think of any movie where there is just a banger of an original song where the movie itself wasn't also good? Like, there were the, the song stood on its own and, and you remember it always, but then the movie sucked? Like, you have to have both, right? Uh, What do you feel about Batman Forever? Kiss from a Rose. Oh, I love Batman Forever. Oh, no. City of Angels. Iris. You didn't movie. like City of Angels? Nicolas Cage? It's a drag. Man. Is it? Because Meg Ryan dies. Yeah, but he falls I mean, from heaven. I know. And- <laughs> I, all right. Well, spoiler. And I give up forever. I guess, no, that was good. Yeah, okay. You did it. Okay. I just want you to know. Kissed by a rose. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think. Oh wait, there's a really popular song from a bad movie. Uh, it's got to be out there. Nah, never mind. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Anyways, maybe I overstated my case. No, you no, gave but, two decent examples, yeah. but on this one, you know, Bermuda, Bahama, <laughs> come on, Elizabeth. Pretty Shoe, Mama. Yeah. <laughs> Town to Kokomo. It is a wild, fun movie. Everything about this movie is fantastic. It's very 80s capitalism. Just the too. beginning where he gets like the lift into town with the military dudes on the bus yeah. and he's seen, is his uncle, right? Yeah. And his I, cheap uncle I, at the bar. Yeah. And yeah. just Coglin's Law and yeah. like the, the learning it. And I, I don't know, man. Like, I love cocktail. Yeah, it's amazing. Max, that rounds out my list That's with, a, really with, a, good with one. a smooth 119. <laughs> Can I give you a quick recap of what I got? So you start off the evening the right way. Roadhouse, slide over to Tango and Cash, give me a little Conan the Destroyer, Cobra, and round it out with a nice nightcap. Cocktail. Are you watching all these at once? Yeah, right with, now. With a I'm leaving, I'm leaving this right now. Absolutely. <laughs> now, I mean, this is my- And Kelly Lynch. Yeah. Kelly Lynch points. twice. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. Kurt Russell twice. Wait, do you have Kurt Russell twice? I do. I've got him in Roadhouse, and I got no, him- No, you don't. That's Patrick Swayze. It's not Patrick. <laughs> Damn it, Swayze. Swayze. Yeah. No, I've got Kurt, Kurt Russell once. <laughs> Kill me, I'm here. Do it now. So that's my list, and I'm sticking to it. Is that a is that a tagline from an 80s show? Sure. It's from something. Yeah. I feel like it's from different strokes. Could be. Yeah. Different strokes to the world. You talk about Willis. That's not. That's offensive. Max, what do you got? What's your last from movie? That? Did you go to 120 or 119? I went to 120. Exactly. So what? So that means you have your next one is a 10 pointer. Yep. What is your 10 pointer? Your tomato. Max Anders with a tomato meter 10 pointer to finish the episode. What do you got? The 1985 vampire classic, Once Bitten. Saturday night, the three of us went up to Hollywood. Hollywood? Was Russ's stupid idea? You mean to tell me you went home with a woman you met in a bar in Hollywood? And? I don't want to talk about it. You didn't make love to her. I think so. I don't know. I, you, know. you think so? You don't know? I remember she bit the buttons off my shirt. And the next thing I remember is Sebastian bringing me orange juice. You really love this movie. I do. I, I'm lukewarm on this movie. It's so 80s. It oozes 80s. I know. I lo- and I love Jim Carrey. Yeah, and this is him like goofy. You got Jim Carrey as Mark Kendall, who's the lovable loser virgin 
who starts to get his blood sucked from the vampire countess who needs to drink the blood of a virgin in order to keep her eternal beauty. Sure, sure. Yeah, but she needs to do it three times. It's very, like, weird. Like, he, like, so he's slowly becoming a vampire, and it's all hopeless. Nine times? <laughs> Nine times. <laughs> and I don't, I, Lauren Hutton doesn't get enough credit. She's a countess. Just a sexy middle 40s woman. She do phenomenal nowadays in an industry. In, 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 in a, <laughs> Moving along, Max. Great work. Great work. Sorry. Uh, and Karen Copens, his girlfriend, I thought was really good. She's kind of like a Tiffany Amber Thiessen, but in the 80s. Mm, so mm. why don't you like this movie? Eh, meh. It's just, I mean. It, it ain't it, no cocktail. I'll tell you that right now. There's musical scenes. There's dance-offs. There's this weird, like. This every- movie was rated 1% higher <laughs> than cocktail. I just want you to remember that. He's driving an ice cream truck and just. You know, it's just goofy and fun. It's Chip Carey as a vampire. He's drinking blood. Yeah. You don't like this movie? I don't dislike it, but if I'm making like my... So a couple movies that would have gone in here above that, Jaws yeah. the Revenge and Police Academy 4. Okay, fine. But there's lines like, are you a prostitute? I'm whatever you want me to be. Good, because I only have $5. <laughs> You did really good up until this last one. I have to tell you. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I, well, I was just shocked. Like, I saw this on a plane, and I was like, this is, is going to be really stupid. And I was like, by like halfway through, the music's really 80s and corny. Yeah. And I'm just bopping He's got along. that dance scene, doesn't he? Yeah, that he wild plays, dance he scene. He plays a good leg. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. It's, and who doesn't like a good vampire movie? Hey, I'm with you. But there's another movie, like, as far as, like, offbeat, you know, weird side 80s vampire movie. Oh. So here's the funny thing. The, what is it? Do you know how? Remember, remember when Armageddon came out? Yeah. Remember and deep how in, and Deep Impact and Deep Impact? Yeah. How there's like these mirror movies? Yeah. What year did uh, eighty five? Eighty five. Okay, so in eighty seven, <laughs> two years later, did you ever see my best friend as a vampire? No. Max, I'll go watch the Christian Slater movie. Yeah. You need to go watch My Best Friend. It's a better version of what you're talking about Done. right now. Yeah. And Who's it's, in it? it's the same story. This kid has a somewhat romantic encounter with this woman who turns him into a vampire. And then he gets like this Sherpa vampire that teaches him how to be a vampire. Sweet. And like these underground places where he can like buy pig's blood so he doesn't have to eat Yeah, humans. I love vampire rule movies. So if you like, this is way better than uh, the Jim Carrey one. I'll be the judge of that. Additionally... <laughs> This is such a bad movie. I've never seen this before. The tomato meter has no score for it. You mean no one's rated it? It has two reviews, which is not enough to register a rating. What is it? Well, let me see what the two reviews are, if they're good ratings or bad ratings. The the, the fan score is 59%. That's not bad. It's got a three out of five and a three and a half out of five. What is it? What is what? This movie. It's, it's called My Best Friends of Animal. Oh, I thought you said there was another one. No, the, the, where you, where do you pick that up from? I don't know. What were you even thinking? I don't know. <laughs> You got to see this. I will. uh, I promise. I I bet you next week that you'll tell me you like this more. (laughs) Okay, cool. All right. That being said, Max, we have completed our list. Go recap your list. I already did mine. I had Overboard. I had. This is such a great pick. (laughs) Gleaming the Cube. Got to see it. License to Drive. Amazing movie. Action Jackson. Amazing movie. And Once Bitten. <laughs> you know, I Cocktail you, was a, that's the, that's the MVP pick. Ah. Uh, At 9% the value. It's really good. It's a good value on that. It's yeah, insane. Yeah. I will tell you though, um, you did a better job on diversifying your portfolio. I went heavy <laughs> on action. Did you have any others you were thinking about? I think we listed them throughout the show. Like Police Academy 4 was close for me. I make fun of Jaws the Revenge. It's hot garbage, but yeah. I, I still like it. Yeah, yeah. I did Mannequin. What was Mannequin? 20%. All right. And uh, Ice Pirates was 9%. Ugh, Ice, Ice Pirates. You don't like Ice Pirates? Pirates? No, I'm not a big fan of Ice Pirates. When they're getting old at the end and no. they have the giant afros? I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware. <laughs> it's really funny. So, Max, with that being completed in our 120, 119 point relative scores, why don't we slide on over to the Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight? 
Max, this week's Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight is a twofer. Yeah, it's a combo. We got ourselves, we got ourselves Rich Cambriello and Jim Neal Bone Town Burgers out of Boston. So delicious. Nothing breaks my heart more. Actually, I guess it's good for my heart that they're not around here, but <laughs> nothing breaks my heart more that we can't get out there and eat the delicious food that these guys make. Oh my God. Watching their posts just makes me hungry. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Absolutely. So these are cut from the cloth gentlemen who they know their 80s. They love talking 80s. They have always been super supportive of the show. Rich is a patron, uh, which makes him extra special to you and I. He gets Christmas cards and Hanukkah <laughs> cards. So uh, let's see what uh, Rich and Jim, this is this our first two-person? No, no, no. Uh, we had a couple other podcasts that did two-person spotlights. This is our first non-podcast. Non-podcast two twofer. So let's see what they had to say. Hey, guys, this is Rich Cambriello coming back to you as the fan spotlight of the week again. Totally honored. Thank you so much, Mo and Max. And this time I brought one of my best friends and cohorts in movie nerds. Um, my name is Jim Neal, and I'm psyched to be tagging along for this journey into uh, our favorite under 50% Rotten Tomato scored 80s movie. Yeah, and we're picking Beastmaster from 1982. A sword and sorcery classic turd that we love so <laughs> dearly. So dearly. So many loincloths. It's great. Loincloths. The real star of the show is John Amos's butt. Oh. Is Leather thong, John Amos. Good Lord. Bravo. Tanya Roberts, Mark Singer is Dar, Evil Rip Torn. As Mayax. He has an extra A in Max, so it makes him a little extra evil. Dar can speak to animals. It's a total just Conan knockoff, but... It's fun. Know, there's, a there's a panther, but it's clearly a tiger painted black. There's thieving ferrets. There's... Which, fun fact, they use 17 different ferrets for. Uh, there's a golden eagle that apparently could not fly on its own because it was too scared, so they would drop it out of a hot air balloon and let it soar into its cage. Which was really funny. Um, yeah. At the beginning, he gets taken from his mother while she's still pregnant and put into a live cow to get taken out by a evil, hot-bodied, ugly-faced witch. Because that's how magic science works, kids. Yep, and that's what it's all about, really. One of my favorite side notes is the actor playing young Dar... Billy Jacoby, but apparently he goes by Billy Jane now. But back then he was Billy Jacoby, who was also the little horny brother buddy in Just One of the Guys. And who doesn't love Just One of the Guys? Love One of the Guys. Billy Zabka, come on. But anyway, back to Beastmaster. There should be way more ratings on this, but I'll take the 50%. It's just a great, fun romp. How can you not love oily, sweaty Mark Singer swinging around a big honking sword, cutting up weird-looking... Monstery things. And he has this sweet little glaive type thing. Not as cool as the one from Krull, but it's pretty awesome that he can just throw and it just cuts basically anything. It just goes... That's a really good sound. Thank you. Yeah. I tried. I practiced a little bit. Oh, God. Anyway, that's our take on this for uh 80s movie with under 50% Rotten Tomato score. Beastmaster from 1982 starring Mark Singer. Again, Rich Cambriello. Jim Neal. Yep. From and, uh, the Bone Town Burgers guys out in Boston. Thanks well, for having us. Always thanks for having us. Thank you, Mo and Max. Bye. Beastmaster is so bad. It's really good. I, lo I love the, the ferrets. Rip torn. I love the, the when the ferrets save his life. Like I love the ferrets. The I, tiger painted black. Let me go. Let me go. Let me go. Side note for for just a second. I love I and we do this because it's our job, right? On the show, I love when two guys are talking to each other and they're just casually dropping stuff in about just one of the guys or the glaive from Crawl. Yeah, like that to me, that's my love language. When people are just like, <laughs> yeah, it's like the glaive and yeah. the, the little brother. Eighties references. The minute he said the little brother from just one of the guys, I'm like, oh, I know exactly who they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, he had uh, he had Playboy <laughs> um, pictures up all over his wallpaper in his room. About I know exactly who it is. Oh my gosh, <laughs> amazing. Uh, Rich, Jim, you did not disappoint. Although I'm not surprised. 
surprise. It's kind of their thing to be awesome. Yeah. So thank you so much for the pick and for the behind the scenes info. I didn't know about that hawk. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> well, I sad. It. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the yeah, I know. I love the ferrets though. And painting cats. Yeah. Painting cats and ferrets. Painting cats and ferrets. There we go. Max, uh, that ends the episode. As always, a reminder to follow us on social media at Buzz in the Tower. Follow us, subscribe, leave reviews on whatever podcast player you're using. Patreon.com slash Buzz in the Tower. If it's good enough for Rich, it's good enough for you. Am I right? Yeah. (laughs) And Max, how do you want to end this point-driven, delightful episode that we just put together? So when you're gardening, some tomatoes might look rotten, but to someone else, maybe those tomatoes are going to provide for their family. So... Don't judge a tomato by its exterior. I know exactly how I'm going to end. Yeah? <laughs> In America, there's a burglary every 11 <laughs> seconds, oh my God. an armed robbery every 65 seconds, a violent crime every 25 seconds, a murder every 24 minutes, and a duck pun every other minute. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing to do. Oh, I guess the cobra. Yeah. See you next week, Max. Pigs. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.